Okay, welcome to the Angel Wing LLC. This is Sachin here. Today is the 12th of October 2022. Um, we are continuing our series of uh, presentations and dialogues on a variety of subjects. Uh, so today we are continuing uh, on this, this entire question of self-responsibility. Uh, this is something that is very fundamental in the Angel Wing program. Uh, if you're online, please do uh, interrupt me anytime. If you have any questions or comments or anything you want to say, please do so. Uh, and this is being recorded for a future reference. So, first of all, um, Dr. Chaitna Kripalu has created the Angel Wing LLC uh, specifically with the, with the intention of serving humanity, providing a forum and a platform for individuals to express uh, their points of view, their understanding, as well as for us in the Angel Wing program to share with, uh, with everyone uh, the basic ideas related to human development, personal transformation, and really finding joy. So along those lines, the subject of personal responsibility is a very significant one, uh, primarily because many people in life uh, have not given this significant attention, enough attention. Personal responsibility has very much to do with taking care of oneself. So we know that we have multiple aspects of ourselves. We have our physical body to begin with. Physical body needs to be taken care of as properly and as wonderfully as possible with the proper food, diet, exercise, etc., other kinds of yogic techniques, uh, whatever approaches are being used to balance the body and to keep it as healthy as possible because it is, without a doubt, a biochemical mechanism. It is a machine. Uh, there are multiple, multiple mechanisms and multiple systems in the physiology of the body. So to keep those systems intact uh, and allow health, good quality health to actually come about is our a major goal. Now, how does Angel Wing promote that? Uh, we are promoting this idea by trying to introduce carefully the notion that we are in charge of our life. Now, obviously, we don't have direct control over the autonomic functions of the body, things like that. Uh, but they are affected by our states of mind. They are affected by the decisions we make throughout the day the kind of food we eat, the interactions we have, the, the fluids we drink, etc. These things all impact the physiology of the body. So the physiology of the body has, uh, has various ranges of function. Uh, the highest range of function of the physiology of the body would be called an ideal homeostasis. It's an ideal balance. Everything is exactly where it should be. All the parameters, all the different, uh, different indicators are just exactly where they should be. That means that the body is completely in sync. It is, uh, it is in alignment. Uh, now, to bring that about, to allow that to come about, uh, the realization of the mind-body connection. We've been talking about that and the whole world is talking about mind-body connection. That's nothing new in terms of as, as an idea. But where is this mind-body connection that, that we're concerned with? With us, with ourselves. If Sachin is talking about mind-body connection, Sachin has to know what is mind-body connection for, for Sachin. Now, what is mind and what is body? Now, back up for one moment. There's mind-brain-body connection. And Dr. Chaitna has also created some audios on this and videos there on YouTube. 
the mind brain connection is relevant to understand the brain is of course an electrochemical uh, organ with multiple neurotransmitters electrical signals going in different places and it is it is the master organ it's got the pineal gland it has it's the controller of the entire body so what is mind and what is brain are they two different things are they separate somehow are they the same there are multiple viewpoints on this point you know the brain in 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 many times in in many ways is considered to be just the a physical substrate and mind is an emergent phenomena that it emerges from the brain that's a perspective another perspective is what's called cartesian dualism where the mind is actually something subtle something quite different from the brain uh but it is connected obviously there's a connection and where is that connection uh, if they are different the connection would have to be within the synapses and within the transmission process um it's a mystery we don't know there's a lot of discussion about this in philosophy and in neuropsychology uh, is it true that the mind or what we consider to be our sense of being alive consciousness awareness uh the experiences we have through our senses is that simply some illusion created by the brain there is that viewpoint also there are philosophers like daniel dennett and others who believe or who have argued for that particular philosophical position um yes you can argue for various positions but I, but from my perspective uh, i i don't believe we can deny the existence of experience yes there is there is definitely experience of life um where is it coming from how is it coming what's involved in it is the brain involved in it definitely can the brain be healthier yes definitely can the experiences we have be categorized in different ways yes we can categorize life's experiences as um the following we can say that there's beneficial and and pleasurable that's one one category beneficial and not pleasurable another category there is harmful and pleasurable third category and harmful and not beneficial fourth category so there are multiple ways of trying to classify the experiences of life this is just a very simple classification but the fact is can we experience the multitude of of life based on our desires our passions our our uh, our wants our our interests to experience these multitudes these diverse aspects of uh, interaction uh, without harming the brain without harming the synaptic connections of the brain uh, and this is a big question in the mind brain connection problem the mind brain connection phenomena we know that the brain function itself the physiology of the brain significantly changes when there is stress tension hormonal imbalance or, or an addiction problem let's say uh it could be an alcohol addiction problem or a substance addiction problem or a gambling addiction problem or a, or a, or like a or or any of the others there's so many of them shopping addiction and all that kind of stuff it's it's there so w- these are these addiction problems or these these uh imbalances uh are present in millions and millions of people these are imbalances in the flow of neurotransmitter levels within the brain so part of brain health and mind health has very much to do with balancing balancing the neurological function now how do we do that 
Well, this is where our responsibility comes into play. Now, remember, there's a caveat. If there's brain injury, damage, or whatever, you have to go seek, you know, a person has to seek treatment to deal with the physical damage. But uh, what I would present to you here is that our own mind, our own ignorance, let's say, lack of clear vision, changes the way the brain works. So, for example, if Sachin uh, is... Um, um, engaged in an activity of some sort, uh, whatever it might be. Maybe, I mean, I don't, I don't do this, but just as an example, if someone is drinking alcohol or excessively, is it going to change the way the brain works? Of course. Is it going to give me some experience? Yes. But is that something that is going to take me downward or upward? I have to see that myself. So at any given turn, the decisions have to be made in the right way for my own development. And this is where ignorance, the word ignorance, or in the Sanskrit language, the word agnan, agyan, comes into play. Uh, the word agnan means that it is lack of clear perception. And that lack of clear perception uh, causes a lot of difficulty and suffering from within. So when a person suffers, who, who and what and what circumstances are the cause of the suffering? So this is a matter of direct internal realization it is a realization from within oneself this is where personal responsibility introspection looking within seeing clearly all come into play so in angel wing we talk about self mastery self mastery is is a stage of development you know so self mastery doesn't develop just like that self mastery comes about when there is a clear vision of where is my responsibility for myself first. Sometimes, sometimes there is so much concern for other people and helping others, which is great. It's beautiful. We want to help others. But sometimes we don't keep attention on where we are. And that can be a serious mistake also. You know, so the ability to keep attention on one's own growth and development through a balanced state by keeping, keeping in mind the, the importance of keeping the brain and the body very healthy. So that sense of keeping the body, the brain, the mind, everything healthy, that, that uh, heightened awareness, that heightened decision, what does it allow us to do? It allows us to move through decision-making process throughout the day by not sabotaging balance, not creating disturbance within oneself or, or in others, and at the same time, uh, following one's bliss. There is a very beautiful anthropologist, uh, a, a, a very, uh, very um, uh, enlightened uh, uh, anthropologist, Joseph Campbell. So in his, uh, and he's talked a lot about mythology and other areas, but he talks a lot about things like follow your bliss. You know, and, and he studied Eastern traditions quite a bit and tried to pull all these ideas together. One cannot follow one's passions. Passion, I don't mean just like physical passions, but like passion, to be passionate about something in life that drives an individual to get up in the morning and keep going and, 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 and enjoy life in, in many ways. But at the same time, have something, have one thing that really one is passionate about one is blissful about, one is driven to keep exploring and, and, and going forward, then that gives life meaning. Otherwise, life, if, if it feels dull and boring and repetitive and cyclical and, 
and just is going in the same repetitive patterns, life tends to lose its meaning. So we don't want that to happen. That's why, as per Joseph Campbell, follow your bliss. But to follow one's bliss, one must recognize what that is. And by the way, the word bliss in this context, it, it just really means what you're passionate about in developing further towards self-mastery and personal excellence. So to follow that, one must know what that is first, and then, and then to not deviate from that. That's the more difficult part, usually. If, if, if we say, okay, I've identified an area that I want to develop further in, but then there are so many deviations and diversions that occur apart from that, away from that, as time goes on, because mind is going in so many directions. So when mind is not going in directions, when mind is not going in directions that are degrading its energy, that are causing problems for itself, then that is a life that is going to blossom beautifully. That blossoming occurs from within. It's an internal blossoming. That internal blossoming is personal transformation, the second concept in angel wing. You know, so the internal blossoming is, is available for every human being in their own way, in his or her own way. So we want to blossom. We don't want to be stuck in cyclical, stagnated, harmful patterns. So to blossom beautifully, to blossom adequately, to really, really find that uh, tremendous uh, happiness that we're looking for, it does require, it does, it does necessitate uh, recognizing our actions, our behavior, how to modify our behavior. You know, so behavior is activity that we perform. Any behavior we perform, is it performed in a way that is taking us forward? It is beneficial or is it causing difficulty in, in various means? In, in, it's just keeping us trapped. So behavior modification is what? It's basically altering an individual's behaviors and reactions to stimuli through positive and negative reinforcement of adaptive behavior. You know, so... We have, we are conditioned in many ways. We have positive reinforcement, negative reinforcement, to be aware of all of that. Uh, and, and to modify the activity, the behavior itself, the actions themselves that we are taking, based on what we are trying to achieve. So if Sachin says Sachin wants to achieve self-mastery, true self-mastery, uh, in the Sanskrit tradition, we can call that a siddha state or a yogic state, a state of great inner balance, whatever language we use. I have to modify my actions. So behavior modification is necessary and to be aware of my reactions to all of the various stimuli that, I, that come across my life. And then there is all kinds of reaction and all types of behavior that occurs through positive and negative reinforcement. You know, so reinforcement is a possibility that occurs from time to time and that allows for an individual to uh, continue to move ahead in many different ways. So these are some ideas uh, for today in terms of self-mastery, personal transformation, and we will continue on this subject next time. Thank you. Mm -hmm.